With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Earlier today, the Montreal Canadiens made a major announcement. They hired Chris Boucher as the director of their analytics department. Who is Chris Boucher and what will he bring to the table? One guy who knows him well, as a matter of fact, they worked together for about five years. The CEO of Sport Logic, Craig Bunton, will tell us everything you need to know about Chris Boucher. He's coming up on the Sick Podcast. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. The Sickest Montreal Canadiens Podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadiens win the Stanley Cup. Sports entertainment like no other. Brought to you by 8.6 Beer. Intense by nature. And Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you. Marinero, the sick podcast, once again, brought to you by 8.6 Beer. Intense like me by nature. The beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. And Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the Cup back in 1993, boy, oh boy, you're missing out. It's time you go back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Lacage in Ville Saint Laurent tonight, and I will be at Lacage um, de Carry on Saturday, May 21st, because we're going to be celebrating our one-year anniversary. This was this happened back in probably March. Uh, but of course with COVID and the heart of COVID and all that stuff. And then we wanted to do a party in April and, uh, some of our members of our sick team, unfortunately had COVID. So now it seems like everyone's great. It seems like the summer has arrived. Everyone's ready to party. So come party with us at Lacash to celebrate our one year anniversary on Saturday, May 21st on Rue des Jockeys for, um, to RSVP call 731-2020. I woke up this morning to the big news, a major announcement. The Montreal Canadians were hiring a very important person at a very key position. They promised they would set up an analytics department. And today, step one of that promise, they named the director of the analytics department. He is Chris Boucher. Joining us right now to talk about him is a gentleman who worked with him for about five years. He's the CEO of Sport Logic, Craig Bunton. How you doing, bud? Doing very well. It's uh, great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you for agreeing to do this. I appreciate it. So, uh, first of all, I, I definitely know who Sport Logic is. I think everyone would know by now. They're a big part of actually um, the games and the broadcasts, and you, they're very prevalent on social media. You'll see the breakdown. You'll see all the stats, uh, the analytics, the data. But for those who don't know or haven't seen, talk to us about who Sport Logic is and when they were founded. Yeah, well, look, it's, uh, you know, even as you're saying it, it feels a little bit surreal. Um, we we co-founded, so we founded the company here in Montreal in 2015. Um, we started off with a group of computer vision and machine learning, artificial intelligence um, uh, researchers 
who essentially were working on technologies extracting information from video. And so we took what was happening in kind of the analytics world, which was you were seeing a lot of people manually tagging video. And we took all the great work that was happening there. We really ramped it up, captured a ton of video and began automating a lot of uh, the, the data collection that was happening. And so we're sort of this hybrid mix of, mix of an artificial intelligence company and a sports analytics company. Uh, we work with um, almost every NHL uh, team. We work with about half of the teams in the NFL. Um, and yeah, we, we, I believe what we're doing is we're pushing the sports analytics revolution forward. That's awesome. When you say you you work with uh, almost every NHL team, I would imagine that every NHL team asks you for different types of information they're looking for, or is there a generic thing that goes out to everybody? A uh, combination of the two. So okay. you think of us as kind of like this, um, we, we generate this massive amount of data, and then all of our products and services are based on that same foundational data layer. Um, and so there's a lot of the, you know, teams are using us right now for, they're taking that data and using it in different ways. And so think of it as some teams will be using us for like pre-game analysis, post-game analysis. Some will be doing player comparison leading up to the draft. Some are doing some combination of the two. Uh, we generate data from pretty much, you know, every major hockey game globally, uh, all the NHL, the AHL, um, you know, the, the CHL, we are the official data provider of the Swedish Hockey League and a number of other European um, uh, games and leagues as well. Um, so, you know, it's uh, there. there is sort of a base set of uh, data and analytics that we provide. Um, and then, you know, over the last few years, teams have gotten better and better at taking a lot of that raw data and extracting exactly what they need from it. So you're starting to see certain teams now beef up their own analytics department and do their own sort of secret sauce on it as well. All right. Okay. So if you put all the data together, does your data tell you that this player is per the data, the number one player in the league and the number two player in the league? Because I'm wondering with uh, the draft and the Canadians won the lottery and they're going to have the first pick. If your data has already told you from an analytics point of view, who's the best draft eligible player? So I, I'm actually going to take a page out of Chris Boucher's uh, book here. And he, uh, he generally would stay away from sort of like one, two, three rankings and, and start talking about context, right? Because for every skill or strength that a player has, there's going to be certain trade-offs and certain, um, you know, they're going to play better or worse on certain lines or in certain situations. And um, so it's, it's very difficult to just say, here's the one, two, three ranking. But Got it. Uh, but the very short answer is, yeah, you, you can look at, at the information and really get a good feel for who that player is and how well they may perform uh, on, on your team or on certain shifts on, on your team. All right. Who is Chris Boucher and when did you hire him? <laughs> uh, so who is Chris Boucher? Uh, he is a, a uh, one of the one of the the most knowledgeable people in the sport of hockey. Um, we uh, we met in 20. 15. Um, I, so we had just co-founded the company. We had just, you know, created some initial technology and we had this great, you know, computer vision team that we were beefing up and we were looking for somebody to come in and really sort of give us that hockey framework and that hockey knowledge. Um, and I actually just kind of went out on a, you know, a broad search looking for people who could help build our hockey division. And so uh, I looked on Twitter initially um, and essentially what I found on Twitter was a lot of smart people doing analytics on existing NHL data. And there was this one guy who was tweeting this brand new data that I had never seen before, right? Loose puck recoveries, um, uh, you know, stick checks, body checks. And 
and uh, he was doing all of these sort of, you know, percentage analyses on this new data. And, and I basically just reached out to him on Twitter. Um, and as luck would have it, he happened to live fairly close to the where we were going to setting up the office. <laughs> you know, that wow. was just a stroke of, uh, of luck, you know, the stars aligned. And so uh, that was that was really how it started in 2015. All right. So uh, once he joins your company, what did he do for you? So he had, uh, the thing you got to know about Chris is that he started um, sort of micro stats, uh, as, you know, as, as in the early days of VHS. This is a guy who sat in his basement, put, a, a, you know, games in and watched them in slow motion and manually wrote down everything that the team was doing so that he could come up with better information and insights on, uh, on, on the game. Um, he was a goalie as a, as a player and back in the day. And, and, you know, I think like many goalies, they're sort of like the, the crazy drummer in the band, right? They, they sit and they see the game and they see and they analyze it. And, and so he started doing that as, as far back as, as anybody can remember. And, and so by the time we met, he had really a clear sort of step-by-step -step view of how to look at the game of hockey. And what he did differently than, than anybody that I'd seen is he didn't try to necessarily um, come up with like ratings. He was simply trying to create an objective uh, metric around this, like, this event happened, then this event, then this happened sequentially. And so without sort of saying this is good or bad, just simply saying, here's what happened and created a great labeling system for hockey. So he had, you know, thousands of, of labels already by the time we met. And we then took the task of like ramping that up and then taking our machine learning team and using that data to begin automation on it. So. Wow, I'm fascinated by this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, you've you've painted a really good picture so far of what is it you do. How would he do his job? Like, does he show up at the office and you guys are going through tape all the time and all that data, or he's telling you look for this, look for that? Does he sit at his desk all day and watch highlights, watch videos, watch watch games? I'm 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 just I'm intrigued by how it all comes together. So I'll talk about what he did. I mean, I, our, our process has certainly changed since those early days. But uh, I mean, he would take his nights and, and you know, look at video and watch and, and actually sort of marry the data to what he was seeing in the games. And so the amount of hockey the guy would watch in, in an average night was just insane. Um, during the day, the vast majority of work that we would do uh, is, you know, at that time we were trying to build a company. We were trying to, you know, show teams why they needed our stuff. And so the majority of his work was actually taking the analysis and turning it into human terms, right? Making it, making sure that that coaches and scouts would be able to actually use the data and understand it in a human way. And that sort of, you know, soft approach to to speaking about the insights in the data was really where he was he was spending a, a lot of his his time when he was here. All right. So he comes from the. Uh, why don't we take a look at the press release? As a matter of fact, if we can bring it up here. There you go. Christopher Boucher appointed director of hockey analytics. Boucher spent the past two seasons with the San Jose Sharks organization as a professional scout. Montreal Canadiens general manager Kent Hughes announced on Friday the appointment of Christopher Boucher as director of hockey analytics. Boucher becomes the first person to hold the position in Canadians history. He spent the past two seasons with the San Jose Sharks organization as a professional scout. He previously worked for the sports analytics company Sport Logic. When you see that, did you put into words the amount of pride that you're feeling today? I I have so much uh, joy for uh, for Chris right now and his family. And you know, we touched base this morning. He was he was talking about how uh, um, you know how how his 
his family was uh, was proud. Now his kids are proud, and it was just it was such a nice moment. Um, you know, when you grow up in a in a city, I'm sure I'm not going to put words in Chris's mouth, but I, I'm sure there there's this sense of you know, kind of coming home and doing something from the, within the the town that you grew up in with the team yeah. that you grew up cheering for. Um, so, you know, uh, getting his first position when he left Sport Logic and, and actually went to the San Jose Sharks, it was just we were so proud to see him get up and, and do what he was really meant to do. Right. And so, you know, a very similar feeling seeing him come back to, uh, to the town he grew up in. Uh, so, yeah, you'd have to ask him. But yeah. I mean, I just I'm I'm super happy for him. All right. Uh, knowing him, but you haven't, um, you know, he's been working for San Jose, like you said, for the last couple of years. What do you think he's going to do with that analytics department with the Canadians? I I think he's um, where where Chris really, I think, has a has a gift is the um, the ability to turn very deep data and a lot of data into things that are actionable and well understood within an organization. And that I think is sort of the the key to teams that are are, are winning at the analytics game right now. Um, so, look, I, strategically, what he's going to do, um, I you'd have to ask him. Uh, but but I do know that um, he's really good at finding finding good insights out of the data, and he's really good at communicating it. And if he's got a team who's going to trust him and enable him to uh, to take those what he's saying and, and actually action decisions on them. Um, I think there's just a tremendous amount of power behind that. Where, where I find this most intriguing is that, you know, every hockey team uh, you know, sources out for analytics and to sport logic. And some of them have hired some people and try to build their own departments. But I find this so intriguing because for the most part, you would think that everyone's kind of looking for the same things. And I know you said that uh, Chris was, a, was a, a pioneer in a sense, and he was actually different from the rest. I would imagine that industry is evolving like every minute of every hour of every day. And you probably have to keep changing or keep evolving yourself to try and add to what you're doing. Like that competition, you know, not only competition between one team and it, but their, their entire analytics behind them. It, I think it's incredible. Oh, I, I completely agree. It's uh, look in the last seven years, when we went to some of our first teams, we were banging on doors and people are people were literally telling us, no, I use my gut and I don't, I don't need all these numbers to make my decisions, right? And we've gone from that to analytics, making it possible for teams to do better work, right? They, they now, they're seeing the data, they know now like really quantitatively uh, what works, what creates, you know, quality shots, uh, what, what matters between puck protections, face-off, uh, puck battles, right? Um, you're seeing, uh, tactics and strategies now come that are uh, optimized per team. So, you know, we all know that controlled entries lead to more chances uh, than dump is do, right? So you're seeing teams prioritizing uh, when to do that on in certain game situations. Um, you know, things like seam passes and, and angle changes leading to more dangerous shots and, and really being able to pull out how and when they're creating those um, and how to turn, you know, defensive situations into offensive situations and allowing sort of the, the data and the analysts to pull the information out and say, here's where we're doing it. Here's where we can improve. Um, and what's really changed is, is you now have the right people within organizations listening to, to those departments, right? It's not just an Excel spreadsheet that gets thrown into, into a corner. Um, so I think it's a really exciting time for analytics and, and for the sport of hockey. 
Speaking of hockey, you can shop for all your your licensed sports apparel, including hoodies, caps, T-shirts, or your favorite teams from all the major leagues, as well as our sick merchandise. Take a look at my shirt today. If you're watching, uh, double shift your best players. Huh? You can buy it at sportbuffshop.com. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items. And a shout-out as well to Matrix Home Fitness. You can bring it home the way I brought the treadmill home. My producer behind the scenes brought home an elliptical. We both have the bike coming and discover a club quality workout in the comfort of your own home. Visit matrixhomefitness.ca. All right, uh, Craig, in terms of the, uh, the analytics, uh, I think another key part of it is, is that Chris Boucher, you would think, will be in discussion with Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon when it comes to uh, free agents, when it comes to unrestricted free agents, when it comes to uh, contract negotiations of players they have, right? Nowadays, the budget is so important. You have a salary cap. Uh, you want to get the best bang for your buck. You can't exceed the cap. You want to know how much is a player's worth? How much is he, you know, what are comparables of other players who kind of do the same thing? So he's going to help out in that regard as well. He can help them save money. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this is, I mean, look, um, we start by by measuring micro events, right, in sequences. And so you get at the really granular level. But when you look at um, in aggregate and you look at, at certain players over time, you actually start seeing where their strengths are, uh, where their where their weaknesses are, where which players and types of players they play better or worse with. And so optimization is critical. Right. And so when you get into uh, into rebuilding, uh, you really start to you, you start to ask questions like what type of team do we want to be and what types of players are going to develop into the types of players that are going to be optimal for that type of play. Um, and look, if, if Chris is, is in the room and having those discussions, I, I think, um, you know, I think some pretty, pretty great things are going to happen. You know, you, you talked before about controlled entries. And it can lead to so much more than dumpings at the same time. Uh, and teams want to possess the puck because if they have the puck, the other team doesn't have it. But there are games when you're not going to be able to possess the puck because probably you're going up against a team that has either A, more skill, B, does a better job of it, or C, both. Um, through analysis, you're probably going to be able to tell the coach, you know what, you're not going to win the puck possession game versus them. And then all of a sudden, you probably have to kind of change the way you play because you might want to counterattack instead. Yep. Look, I, I got to be honest. Uh, this is where uh, this, this type of discussion at this point, we've gotten to a stage where this discussion is actually out of my pay grade. Uh, the, uh, the, the people that, uh, that I am consistently floored by right now um, the, there's sort of a, a group of people much like Chris, right? Like we, we've got a, a team at sport logic now who are, who do a lot of this analysis and, and actually sort of um, will will look at specific metrics per team and advise as to where what what type of play they should be doing and um, you know where I sort of sit back and and just watch the the pros do what they do best. Got it. Uh, I'm I'm sitting watching you know guys like Michael Shuckers at uh, at, at um, uh, St. Lawrence University or uh, internally we've got Sean who's uh, who's working with. Uh, uh, with the teams and Mike, Micah McCurdy and others. I mean, Luke Bourne's doing phenomenal work. Um, but the it's it's just amazing to see how how the teams are really listening to to the data experts and how the data experts are able to communicate in a way that is uh, um, yeah human. <laughs> so. All right, that's pretty cool. Uh, the people that you talked to me about. Do you have other uh, Chris Boucher's in house? Well, it's uh, that is a that's actually a startup 
topic that we could probably speak for an hour about, but yeah. we uh, we took a long, uh, we took a couple of years to really sort of build out the team, make sure that we had really good communication between our product team, between our data team and our service team. Uh, and so the short answer is yes, but that's only because we've, we've, we've begun uh, operating like a well-oiled machine with a larger group. Yeah. Um, those early days were like, you know, I was doing all the like running and selling and fundraising. Chris was doing yeah. all things NHL and Mersan, our other co-founder, was doing all things uh, machine learning. And so um, I can't say there are any sort of like hero MacGyvers per se, yeah. but as a team, uh, we are functioning on a level that I, uh, I, I never imagined we would. Uh, so it's uh, it's been been amazing to see. Well, speaking of fundraising, uh, I, I know that obviously you went to look for investors at the beginning. There are a lot of very intelligent people uh, who work in sports, uh, who are big fans of your company. I read somewhere that Mark Cuban is an investor in Sportlogic, so that's pretty cool. If Mark Cuban is investing it, I, I think you got something pretty good going. You guys are everywhere. Like I said, you're on the broadcast. I see you everywhere on social media. You're doing an outstanding job. Today, one of your employees, one of your first employees, you spent five years together, was named as the director of the analytics department of the most prestigious organization in all of hockey, Today's a big day for Chris Boucher, but today is a big day for Craig Bunton and Sportlogic. So on that, I congratulate you. And uh, I was blown away by this conversation, by the way. I, I spoke with someone a lot smarter than me, so it was, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty refreshing. <laughs> Hilarious. I, I appreciate it. I, I'll, I'll take the compliment. Thank you, but uh, unnecessary. <laughs> Where can people find you for those looking for you? I mean, people looking for a, a uh, job on, on social on social media or your website, or if people want to dig a little bit more and they want to look into Sportlogic a little bit more, where can they find you? Yeah, on, on Twitter we're at, at Sportlogic. Uh, if you want to go to um, Sportlogic.com, um, if you work at an NHL team, just give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the name is fantastic, eh? Sportlogic. I love it. <laughs> it. You know what? There's a lot of logic behind it. I'll tell you that. Thank once again, congratulations and thanks so much for doing this. Really, really appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Marinero, you can follow us on all social media platforms, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, at The Sick Podcast. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Sick Podcast. The beauty of sports logic and the data is that once you compile all the data and you see who your more productive players are, a coach will double shift his best players. I'm Marinero. This podcast is sick. Chris Boucher, congratulations. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The sick podcast is brought to you by 8.6, intense by nature. And Lakage. If the last time you went to Lakage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lakage. The menu will surprise you. <laughs>